Would you remain standing for the word of the Lord and, and would you help me, uh, my brother, with the slide? And, and this is the subject today. You associate that with time. That's my intent. Time. In the word of the Lord in Romans, be Romans chapter 13, beginning at verse 11. I'll read, you follow. This is New Living Translation. Time. Everybody say time. And this is how it reads. This is all the more urgent for you to know how late it is. Time is running out. Wake up for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living. That's good, isn't it? Because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual promiscuity and immoral living or in quarreling and in jealousy. Instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And don't let yourself think about ways to indulge in your evil desires. Take talk. It's always been my practice, and I don't want to change it now, for you to stretch your hands in my direction and ask the Holy Ghost to anoint me because this is a different service than the last. Raise your voice above a whisper and pray like you're driving the devil out. No, he's not in here, but he'd like to be. Holy Ghost, we need you. It's summertime. It's hot outside. It's, uh, there, uh, there are things people like to do in the summertime when it's uh, nice and warm. Nothing wrong with that, but we are in this house. We want to redeem the time. We want to use the time wisely. Make us one. Make us one in Christ and one with another. And do not let us be distracted by grocery lists and by uh, movies and shows we want to see and places we want to go. We're here now. We'll do that later if it be your will. Anoint us. Everybody say amen. Amen. You be seated, please. This word time is, is the one word I want to focus on here together. Here are some remarks about time phrases that may resonate with you. It does with me. You ever heard the phrase, I have to be there on time? What about this phrase, what time is it? There's another, I have to leave here at this time. I can stay longer or I cannot stay longer because of time. It's too late, no more time. I ran out of time. And you ever said that? Plenty of time. I can't borrow time, but I can waste time. 
Make good use of your time. The preacher is preaching a long, you better not say it. Time. We all have interaction every day with this business of time. And so, in the introduction of this lesson, I would like to speak to you about a few characteristics of time. Time is valuable. Time is valuable because they ain't making any more time. Only God can make more time. There are rare occasions where he does or has. In Scripture, the Bible talks about Joshua who succeeded Moses in leading the children of Israel and his job was to take him in the promised land. And there was this occasion where, where there was a place geographically that God had given to the children of Israel where they, they met resistance from the local inhabitants of that land. I think it was the Amalekites. And though God said to Joshua and his small little army, to take the land, the resistance was so strong and they were having a difficult time. But the fight started early, Joshua and the Israelites against uh, the enemies of Malachites. And the momentum began to build on this fight as the day began to tarry. But the noon came and the afternoon came and the early evening came and the battle was not won by Joshua and by his army. And, and Joshua saw to himself, being the warrior that he was, it's going to get dark soon. And if it gets dark soon and we don't win this battle, our enemies are going to go back to their camp at nighttime. They're going to get rest and refresh. And in the morning, they'll come out while we're weak and they'll overtake us and destroy us. So Joshua said, Lord, if we could have a little more time, I, I, I believe we can win. And the Bible said that the sun stood still in the valley of Agilon. When it should have been night, midnight, the sun's standing still. And the people of God led by Joshua are fighting the enemy. And like they say in the south, they whoop the daylights out of them. You remember the other occasion where Hezekiah had... An affliction, king of Israel. And as a result of that affliction, he was going to die, running out of time. The man of God, Isaiah, who was living in a different part of town, was led by the voice of God to go to the palace where Hezekiah lived and tell him, get your house in order. Your time is over. I sure hope God don't send any preacher to my house telling me that stuff. And so, Isaiah delivered the message, you're out of time, get your house in order, you're going to die. 
And he starts out of the palace, and he's still in the inner court of the palace. And by the time Isaiah's exiting, Hezekiah drops to his knees. He weeps profusely before God, and he tells God, he reminds God of all the things he has done as king of Israel, how he was upright, defeated the enemy, uh, took care of the temple of God, did all these things for Israel. And Hezekiah said, Lord, please remember me and don't let me die. And Hezekiah, a few moments later, while Hezekiah is still in his bedroom or whatever, he, uh, Isaiah is on the outer court and the word of God comes to the Isaiah and says, go back to Hezekiah and tell him I'm adding 15 years to his life. Time. And he tells him. And, and the Lord even tells Isaiah how to heal Hezekiah by his prescription of, of getting some kind of plant and putting it to the wound, and in three days he was better. But Hezekiah, he didn't like the business about you're going to die, and it was only you know the same day that Isaiah told him. And, and so Hezekiah says to the man of God, uh, what sign will I have? Uh, uh, what symbol will I have that I'm going to live 15 years? So Isaiah says, well, this will be it. Do you want God to move the clock 15 minutes or so or strokes, 10 or 15 strokes backwards? Or do you want the Lord to confirm that he's going to heal you by moving the clock 10 or 15 minutes faster than it generally runs? <laughs> so you can know. Hezekiah says every clock moves forward. I don't want no clock moving forward. I want you to have him move it backwards. You can't over-challenge God. Can I get an amen? amen? And so God confirmed by, by stopping time. And, and I say that to tell you that time is valuable. Many people, millions of people, working people in America make their income by getting paid by the hour. Amen? The more hours you put in, the more money you make. That's <laughs> a given. Because time is valuable. Time is valuable when you realize that you don't control it. And you do remember the time in Scripture in Luke chapter 12 when the Bible says, Jesus teaching a parable that the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And this rich man thought to himself saying, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? He said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater and I will store all my crops and my goods there and I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for you for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. You know, like if he was kind of contemporary 2018 kind of guy, had all this abundance of money and CDs and money market and a nice house and nice car and nice everything in this place is set up for quite some time because he worked so hard. He, he'll sit back in his lazy boy chair. He'll kick up his feet. He'll get the remote control. He'll have somebody buy him a little uh, fridge like this and stock it with what he wants to drink. And he'll sit back and say, everything is good. I'm going to hang out, enjoy myself because I got plenty of time. The Bible says, but God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you and 
then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lay up treasures for himself and is not rich towards God. Uh, everything, everything will rust and decay and go back from which it came, dust and ashes. It'll go. But your soul will not. Your soul will live eternally. It may not be up to you for your house or your car or, 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 or your money in the bank or your education, but it is up to you how you use your time. Time is, I got to show you something else. Time is not only valuable, time is what? Irreplaceable. Hey, there's no such thing as time travel. Matter what Hollywood uses to entertain you. You can't climb in no telephone booth and go to 2025. You get there, you probably wish you didn't go. And you cannot get in a telephone booth and go back to the year 1500. Time is irreplaceable. Have you ever said or heard somebody say, if I had to do it all over again, I would do so-and-so. You've heard that? We don't get to do it all over again. Never. Because time is irreplaceable. And I say that to you because the clock is ticking. As it relates to the proper use of time or irreplaceable uh, People who invest money in the stock market or invest money in the uh, uh, retirement or invest money in other kinds of uh, uh, money vehicles in order to, uh, to make more money on their money. We are told that the longer you allow your investment to stay in the vehicle you're using, it's more likely that you will get larger returns. Evidently, you ain't getting no larger returns because you're shouting me down. Uh, don't put your money in a regular savings and expect larger returns. You'll be dead before you get what you expect. Don't put your money in savings or money market that because of the present rate of interest. The present rate of interest from the bank or Wall Streets tell me that they ain't interested in me. Time. Time can work for you or against you. Can I get a witness? This is summertime and some people are reaping a harvest of fruits and vegetables that they had sown at the right time. Time can work for you or against you. If you sow it too soon, it won't make it. You won't have a... Uh, a bumper crop. If you sow your seeds and vegetables too late, there may not be enough rain and time will work against you. 
if there is a symptom in your body that is new to the area of your body that has always been healthy, time will work for you based on how quickly you get to physician or medication. Time works for you against you. If you have an ailment in your body and you ignore it for a period of time thinking I'm superman or superwoman and everybody else, this will go worse on, but I, I'm a, I'm a, I'll be fine. How many millions of people thought that? You can avert major surgery and time can work for you if you heed the signals of your body. Amen. And that's the way it is with your spiritual person. Can I get an amen? amen? I don't know how old you are, but if you waste your time in riotous living, in immoral living, and the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, you waste your time in looking at the wrong things and hanging with the wrong people. When you know you're going to run out of time, time will work against you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I ain't preached in here in a while, so I'm going to preach whether you like it or not. <laughs> if you lose time, you can't recover time. I, I, I would have you observe the word of God with the knowledge of the scripture. Every time I touch this little man in there, either is awake or asleep. <laughs> Most time he's asleep. Look at this scripture with me. The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. That means the day of the coming of the Lord will soon be here. Ready or not, here he comes. God's got a tick-tock watch. You and I don't know when the alarm will go out, but the time is ticking. Not even the angels in heaven know what time it's going to give the alarm. But rest assured, whether you like it or not, Congress doesn't have to pass it. Nobody. The time will soon be up. Remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes. And put on the shining armor of right living. Because we belong to the day, we must live decent life. Decent life. So all who, who see. You ever find people, some people sneaking around all the time? Covering their tracks all the time? You, you'll find people sleep all day and spend all night. God knows what they're doing. That's not how the Christians live. We shine in the night and shine in the day. Decent living. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or sexual promiscuity, immoral living, or in quarreling and in jealousy. I mean, that's good advice. Let me show you about this business about time being irreplaceable uh, very quickly. There, there is in the Bible in Matthew 25 what is known as the parable of the talents. 
And, and the word says that uh, the master, the owner of the property, he had numbers of servants. This is New Testament now. And uh, he was preparing to go on a journey. It would be quite some time. He didn't know how long. But while he was away, he wanted to make the best uh, uh, returns from the revenue he had in that area in which he lived. So the Word of God says uh, that his one servant, he gave five talents. Everybody say five. Another servant, he gave two talents. Say two. And to the third, he gave one. Say one. Okay, and he says, now, I'm going away. I got to take care of some business. I, I want you to handle this money, and, and when I return, I am going to have more than I would if I didn't give them to you. Okay, so, so here's, here's the thing. He came back after several months, this master, and the guy with five talents, original five talents, he comes to the master and says, while you were gone, I made five more talents. Okay, can we just say this? If he gave him $5 while he was gone, he made another five and he's got $10. Okay, that's the thinking. The other servant, he had gotten $2 and and he says when the servant uh, came to give account with the $2, he had two more, so he had $4. Okay, so it stands to reason the guy with the one talent brought it to the master, he should have had, he ain't in math class, I can tell you that. And he he told his master, this is the excuse he told him. I was afraid. Why did you, uh, the master says, why did you waste your time and my time and my money? Well, I was afraid you would lose your money. So I hid it in the earth. Look, here's your money back. The master said, you got five talents. I gave you five, you made five, keep it. It's yours. Mine's got 10. The guy who gave two talents originally and made two more, he said, keep it. You worked so hard, invested your time. It's yours. The guy who gave one talent, he said, take it away from him. He wasted my time and my money. And I want you to throw him in eternal darkness and the fire where there was weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Now, they tell me in preaching with a screen that you're not supposed to walk across it because, you know, you'll block people's view uh, who are looking. So, uh, I just need to come over here. I need to yell at you all for a little bit. Did you, oh, I, I got this revelation while I was preaching the first service. I never saw it before, but I got this when I was preaching the first service. When you are working for the master, he's got you in mind. They were working for the master and they thought that I'm going to give him all I work hard for. The master don't need a dime. He don't need a dollar. He don't need, he, he, when you work for Jesus and serve the Lord, you're going to get so blessed. It's going to be blessed. Good measure. Press down. Shaken together and running over. If you use the time he gave you. Uh, oh, oh, let's, let's move to something else. Time is irreplaceable. I uh, think I need to say this. I think I already said all that. 
time is measurable and non-negotiable. Give me a witness, somebody. Uh, look, look, look at this. In one day, there are 24 hours. Sometimes don't you wish you had 28? You ain't never going to get it. Pastor, I need to sleep. I wish there were 28 hours. I need to sleep too, but I don't while the preacher is preaching on Sunday morning. One day, 24 hours. One day, 1,440 minutes. One day, 86,400 seconds. Tick tock. That will never change. You pl better plan your life around it because it's never going to change. But if I plan my life around it, it don't need to change. Let me, let me tell you about how time is measurable and non-negotiable. You remember when God told Noah to preach to the people of his time that there's going to be the judgment of God, the people that have lived, lived wickedly, uh, immorally, selfishly, and God got fed up of it, and he says, you preach, and then I want you to build the ark for safety. God says... You build the ark while you preach. Large vessel, large wooden vessel, humongous size with the intention of holding uh, the animals, two of each kind, and with the intention of holding people. We're told by different scholars that Noah built the ark and it took him about 100 years. And, and then he told them, it's going to rain for 40 days and 40 nights, but before it does, I want you and your family to get, get in the ark. Anybody else who got saved under your ministry, I want you to take them in the ark. For 100 years, not one soul saved. It's increasingly difficult in the United States of America to see one soul save on a Sunday morning. I think people come to the house of God to see how the pastor can entertain them or the preacher can make them laugh or how they can do their holy thing and they come and many of them are backslidden and lost without God and would burst hell wide open but it's increasingly difficult. There are many people who come to church cell phone I'm talking about oh boy I here I am spilling my guts. Some of the most painful times I've had them in ministry has been at the pulpit. I am sincere and honest to you. When I've preached my heart out, when I've prayed like I've not prayed, oh, here we go with the ego thing. I'll risk it. This that I'm preaching you to hear this morning, I've got hundreds. I got probably 1,800 sermons. This was not in the file. It was in this file. So God didn't send me here this morning because Pastor JC wanted me to preach. He knew the day and the hour and the time you'd be sitting right here. And I'd be right in the word. We'll never have this time again. And if we use it right, 
We will have to worry about our future time. It has broken my heart where one, not one soul ever came. I feel like Noah that way, but I'm not as great as Noah. It started raining. The animals started getting in the ark. After 100 years of preaching, nobody but his family, nobody. You know, here's my thinking. That ark was so big, it wasn't just big for animals and one family. Did y'all pick up on that? If that was all it's going to be, God had told him to build a pontoon. But God had every body in mind. And heaven won't be too small. Can I get an amen? Heaven doesn't have to increase its borders and territory. And God doesn't have to buy more property to build heaven. Heaven is so big and so wide that whosoever will, let him come. Yes, I'm one of those whosoever will. If you are, clap your hand. If you're one of those who plan to make it. Yes, whosoever will. Here I go. I, I didn't preach all this time in my life to miss the boat. You know, the ark, the boat. <laughs> yeah. God ain't taking us no home in no airplane. The trumpet of God shall sound. You know how you won't know what time it is? <laughs> the trumpet of the Lord shall sound. And the dead in Christ shall rise. And those who are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. You'll know it's time when you hear the trumpet. Marie. Raise your hand, Marie. Stand up, Marie. This lady's in church with her family while her husband will be memorialized tomorrow. And I just want to tell you, I admire you and love you and Royce who is with the Lord because he used his time real good. Bless Marie, would you? Amen. Royce used his time and the result of that is your family. Oh, and you might hear Royce say to you tonight in your dream, Marie, I'm having a good time. Uh, the, the ark was closed by the Lord. What God shut it, no man shall open. And the rain poured down. Every living thing would die. Every tree, every animal, everything that remains. There would be such a destruction that nobody could be able to identify the surface of the earth. And then the hitting and the pounding outside the boat. Bam, bam. Open the door. Open the door. Open the door. Open the door, please. We wish we'd listen. We, 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 we should have obeyed. We apologize. There'll be a time where there won't be time for that. Uh, wow. You remember the five foolish and five wise virgin? You remember five took uh, oil in their lamp for the, for the uh, probability that the groom would be late at the arrival of the wedding? And then the other five took like, you know, he's going to come sooner than we think, so we got enough oil. We don't have to buy extra. 
And here's the custom, you might already know, that back in the days of Jesus, the, the, where the bride lived, his fiance, would be the wedding would be conducted there. And if they have a wall area and a gate, then the virgins, in this case, five wives, five, they would await the arrival of the groom, but the groom would not announce his time. And the groom wouldn't announce the time of his arrival because he couldn't help it. Because after he got the approval of the parents to marry this daughter, after she said yes, the next thing this groom would do is to go back to where he needs to build a house for he and his wife so they can have a place together to live well, they don't want to have to live with their parents. <laughs> and the parents are clapping real good, yeah. You know, in, in, in Trinidad, we have this custom about marriage and living after you're married. You don't catch the bird if you ain't got no cage. Every time I try to be serious with you guys, you just <laughs> slam me. You know this? So, the groom is coming on this evening. Nobody knows except his entourage. It's dark. It's nighttime. The five wise, five foolish are at the gate where they hope to go into the wedding feast that they were invited. Uh, there came a forerunner, one of the members of his entourage to come to the bride-to-be house and say the groom is on his way. Maybe he's like 20 or 30 minutes away. And so light your, light your lamps. So the all, all 10 of them light their lamps. Well, before the, the groom gets there, five of the ones uh, who worked their lamps, it went out. It was extinguished. And they, they dared ask the other five, give us some of your oil so our lamps will be uh, lit also and we could be ready for when the groom comes. And so the Bible says, the five wives says, no, 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 no. We have extra oil just in case he's further out than we expect and we need more oil and therefore we, 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 we'll be ready and the Bible says the five foolish went and bought oil came back and the gate was shut and, and those who keep in gate says uh, we can't let you in the gate is shut the ark is shut and, and so the Bible says further that uh, the, the five foolish says but we are guests we have our invitation we know the bride and we know the groom sorry I never knew you don't let that be said over you Uh, let me, let me, hello, mister. <laughs> time cannot be barred. I mean, agree. You don't put time in a vault in your house. You can put your watch, you can put your clock, whatever, in a vault, but when you go get it, you ain't getting no more time. Can't be barred. We all have an appointed time. Come to the music, if you will, please. Would you, would you read this verse that says, and, and I'll count on three, and we'll start together out loud. One, two, three. And as it is appointed unto man once to die, but after this is the judgment. That's very, that's, that's, that's very solemn, isn't it? I may have to move through just a little bit more of this than say it. Say it again. Let me show you why, and then we're going we're gonna to close. <laughs> I said to the other service, and Pastor JC, our pastor, probably look at this one too. Uh, I'll close in two minutes. He never does. Five minutes, ten minutes. Okay. 
this is it. This, this speaks about apostasy. The word apostasy means backsliding. There are people, and perhaps some here, who started well, served God well. Salvation came to their life, and they read the Bible, and they prayed, and they went to church, and they tithe, and they gave, and they invited other people. But somewhere along the timeline, they fell back. Now, the Spirit expressly says that in the latter time, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of devils. Uh, preached too long but I've got more to say just a moment you would be surprised or maybe you won't at how many organizations and individuals took this holy book and in order to justify how they want to live they came up with doctrines of devils and demons adultery is wrong this book says it fornication is wrong this book says it lying and cheating drunkenness is wrong this book says it. Anybody hearing me? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, pride of life, it's wrong. This book says it. Homosexuality is wrong. This book says it. Lesbianism, same-sex marriage, I don't care whether it's Democrats or Republicans. I don't give a flip about what they pass. If it breaks the word of God, I don't intend to follow it. I'm going to listen to God because I'm going to have to answer him one day. Doctrines of, of demons. People in the last days will speak lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. What used to bother us a few years ago, what used to torment us, and we'd look at with such a disgust has now become normal in America. It may be normal with them, but if it ain't with this word, I'm going to follow this word. Perilous times and perilous men. But know this, that in the last days, perilous, say it, will come. What, what, what do you mean, Pastor? This is what the word says. For men will be lovers of themselves. Is that true? Lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous. Are we living in that culture? disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Every one of those deserve a sermon, but I, I'm not going to do that. Unloving, this is the time we're living in. Say amen. Unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, holy, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people, don't hang out with them. Let, 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 me, uh, let me move on to something else. We can't afford to waste a minute. Say amen to that. We must not squander these precious daylight hours in frivolity and indulgences and sleeping around in dissipation. In bickering and grabbing everything in sight. Oh, uh, this, this, this burns in my soul. I, I, am, I am here as a preacher of the gospel. This lights my fire. Get out of bed and get dressed. Don't loiter and linger waiting until the very last minute. Dress yourself in Christ and be up and about. Oh, wow. 
will, will you stand with me? And, and Would you stand, please? Uh, hey, please know I'm not mad at you. Is everybody okay? I am, I am not mad at you. But if this has rung your bell, this is what God intended. You ready for the appointed time? End of time? They're both coming in time. Please bow. Thank you for your response. And Lord, you know the day and the hour our time and our day and hour. There are some who expected to make it home last night and their time ran out. Some who expected, oh God, to reap what they've sown by way of house and land and property and, and their time ran out. Before our time runs out, God, let us fall in love with you again. Let's wake up. Wake, wake us up, God. Wake us up. There are people living in our homes that are going to run out of time. And their time, our time may run out sooner than theirs. And we don't get to see them saved. There are people for whom we are responsible. Who we have left them on their own time. And they're wasting time. Pastor Allen, I, I just need to use my time wisely and give my heart to Jesus today. I just need to give my heart to Jesus. Everybody's looking, I'm just asking you to bow your heads and the rest of you are praying because we're running out of time. If you need the Lord today as your Savior, you need to come back to God and rededicate your life to Him. I'm not going to embarrass you, I promise you. You, you got some time left. You, you're here today and you got some time. Would you raise your hands if that's you? You need the Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you, that's wonderful. A few hands. Would, would, would others be interested? Sorry if I sound like I'm selling merchandise. I don't mean to be that way. But when you raise your hands, you're interested in your own soul. Your own soul. Hey, Pastor, uh, this is for folks already saved. I can make better use of my time in spiritual things and godly things. I can make better use of my time in adding to people's lives instead of me, somebody, me wanting somebody to, to take care of me. I, I just need to redeem the time. Whatever you, would you raise your hands? I, I don't mind telling you, I got mine up. Yeah, I got mine up. Take hands with somebody on either side of you. If you're not comfortable, you don't have to do it. But if you'll help me, I, I just believe there'll be power in this prayer. Thank you, thank you. Cross the aisle if you want to. Thank you for participating. On the count of three, I'm going to ask you to repeat the prayer. I, I don't know exactly what I'm going to ask you to pray. I'm just going to trust the Holy Spirit to give me revelation as I ask you to repeat. So, so just receive it on the count of three. One, two, three. Lord Jesus, thank you for time. And when my time is over, I want to go to that place of eternal time. Lord Jesus, I have wasted my time in the past in what I've looked at, 
what I've said, where I've been, and what I've done. Jesus. I can't get that time over. But I will start today and redeem the time. Jesus, there are talents, there are resources that I can use. There are people who I can add time to. And so today, fill me with a passion for the things of God. Keep me from chasing after the world, the flesh, and the devil. Take out of me everything that is unlike you and fill me with more of you. I believe it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now we ought to put our hands together. Come on, let's rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Rejoice. Before they sing, and would you come, my brother, and Charlotte and the family, just come stand here because I want you to, to greet them and to bless them in the name of Jesus. And here's what, as they come, I want to say to you. If you didn't take the time in this service to renew your time, don't go to bed tonight without doing it. Is that okay? You still have time. Praise God.